brothers and sisters. Welcome to Family Homey Ming. The bad Mormons. I'm Charlotte. I'm Mandy. I'm Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> and you're here listening to our podcast because you like to hear stories about other people embarrassing themselves. Yes. While under the influence. Of many things. Like Charlotte's current <laughs> situation going on she's Listen. got a, she's got a giant glass of some sort of a white chardonnay looking wine with three ice cubes because i'm 90 <laughs> i feel like i'm on ab fab right now it was warm and shitty and shitty and the ice makes it better cheers 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 i'm drinking a uh, a la croix it's a lemon flavor, because I'm still on a cleanse. I only have, oh, sweet Jesus, 46 more days to go. Right. I was going to say, I drank enough for both of us last night. What are you drinking, Tiffany? Have you, well, one, have you ever had the limoncello LaCroix? Oh, yeah. Isn't that the best? Dude, so good. <laughs> they have that, like, black cherry, morello cherry flavor. I've not had that one. It's real good. Um, mm. I couldn't find any postum, so I'm drinking, <laughs> which is a coffee substitute made of chicory. Do you guys remember mom used to love the shit out of postum? Postum's kind of good, though. Is it? Pretty- I remember yeah, it being good. I mean, I haven't had it forever. Um, I bought some like six years ago. I gave it away, but I think it's more like the nostalgia is good. It tastes like broken dreams. Tastes like grandma's kitchen. Hey, here's what I don't get. If you're not allowed to have hot drinks, why is postum okay? Well, see, okay. Now we're getting into some serious <laughs> podcast business because technically, according to the word of wisdom, it's it was hot drinks that weren't allowed, which turned into alcohol. So technically, which turned into coffee, which technically you shouldn't drink tea. I mean, there's a lot of picking and choosing what you want that thing to mean for you. The hot chocolate is fine. Uh, technically, no. Technically, it's not okay. Sinners. Jesus really fucking hates postum, and he is not down with hot chocolate. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I don't know how he feels about marshmallows, but I can't imagine it's very good either. Yeah, he probably hates marshmallows. Are you guys kidding me? Miniature marshmallows are the staple of every Mormon recipe. <laughs> you know what? You're kind of right. <laughs> they were in Charlotte's uh, last week's episode, or was it last week? Yeah, her your five cup salad. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was like marshmallows, sour cream. I was like, this is not a fucking salad. <laughs> no, it's not a salad per se, but it is a Mormon salad. Uh, Tiffany, I'm glad you're on the podcast. Me too. You should I'm come. Glad to here. You should come on every time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Except for that, I only like funny like once every other month. You know? <laughs> okay, let's schedule your funny, and then when you're feeling funny, give us a call. We'll do a podcast. Okay. So- Drop everybody. Drop everything, everyone. I'm on a roll. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe Tiffany can come up with this week's Mormon recipe, and then we can come up with the best drink to suit it. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. I want to, first of all, give a shout out to our patrons. Oh, great idea. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a new patron this week. Debra. Wooldementa. 
is the name they gave. Oh, I'm okay. pretty sure I know who it is because <laughs> I read their email address. <laughs> Which you also just whispered, so... I'm sorry to give away secrets. I don't know if it's a secret. I don't know if it's supposed to be a secret, but Woldementa has joined <laughs> the top tier of our, Patre- uh, of our Patreon, which is the $40 Ultimate Kingdom of Glory, or what we call the Glory Hole. Yes. So, welcome to the fucking... Glory Hole. Best friend Glory Hole, <laughs> Woldementa. Um, you're about to... Your life's about to get so much cooler. I don't know how, but I'm going to make it happen somehow. Mandy's going to paint you a painting. (laughs) Something. (laughs) Also, we have a new listener from Laguna Niguel. Oh. So um, I really hope you find what you're looking for, sir. And uh, thanks for the plays. Enjoy the podcast. (laughs) Enjoy the hell out of it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Should we talk about some cool shit or should we get right into the Mormon recipes? Well, I thought that was kind of part of cool shit. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Or am I right? Are Mormon recipes cool shit? No, but... <laughs> I was going to say... I was going to say, hell yeah, they are. Heck yes, they are. Heck yes. <laughs> Give me something with top ramen in it. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Didn't I tell you that that was my Mormon recipe that I had one time? Or have I just been telling everyone else about that? Tell it uh, again. Iceberg lettuce. Chopped up dried ramen noodles, at least two packets, crumbled on top of your iceberg lettuce. And then, this is where I get hazy, because this was at a funeral that I had this. <laughs> it's either the um, packet of seasoning open and sprinkled on that, and it's a dry salad, or they mix the seasoning in with an oil or a ranch dressing or something, and then put Ew. that on it. Actually, I think that sounds really fucking good. It, was, it, it did up until the um, is when I had it. seasoning Wait, part. What, what did you say, Tiffany? I said it was at Grandpa's funeral, so I'm sure you had it, too. Where we all took Xanax because it was our first <laughs> grandparent that we couldn't handle. What about Grandpa's <laughs> That's true. Well, we I didn't have access to Xanax then. That's true. I don't remember if I took that Xanax or not. I should cut that whole Xanax part out. um that's pretty good i i don't remember having that but it sounds like it would be delicious i mean i'd eat it what would you pair with that what kind of beverage would you pair post them (laughs) (laughs) oh so let us fill you in tiffany we have um, a listener on Instagram, Super Fresh Candy Pants. Yes! <laughs> that Good. gave us the idea for this game to talk about what kind of beverage we would pair our Mormon recipe with. So, for your. I got. For I your think top... a Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> it go well so with like iceberg. Like bread, you would have like a coffee liqueur sort of a drink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think last week for Charlotte's. Uh, Five cup salad, which was sour cream and marshmallows, a bunch of canned fruit. I was like, Prosecco, a dry, crisp Prosecco to balance out the sugar. Makes sense, yeah. So for the iceberg, so you're going Sauvignon Blanc? I think so. It's, Mm -hmm. again, nice and crisp. Mm -hmm. And it will go well with the lettuce. I can get behind that. Um, I I wasn't sure if Tiffany was going to be on the podcast this week, so I also prepared a recipe. Perfect. Well, I actually prepared two recipes. I was going to talk about scones, mm-hmm. um, just because I know, right? Scones, Tiffany, scones. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but scones aren't really that weird. The only thing that's weird about them is that nowhere else in the country or, in fact, the entire world would know what a scone is in Utah because, like, a scone anywhere else is, like, a dry, biscuity, sweet, cakey sort of thing. And in Utah, it's basically like a yeasted dough that's a big like a blob of dough that's... Well, a donut is shaped and has a hole pressed through it, but so this is like a big blob of dough that is just thrown into a fryer like um, It's like Indian it's fry bread. Exactly Indian fry bread. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. But, Only with butter, uh, honey butter, right? Mm, yeah, butter. but it's called a scone in Utah. So, like, you could go to Glauser's, you could go to Angie's, you could go to any, like, diner and order a scone, and that's what you would get. Right, but leave leave the uh, state, and then and we'll be everyone's like, what the fuck like, is this? <laughs> yeah, no, you ordered a scone. In fact, I remember ordering a scone probably in Bellingham, because that's the first place I moved out of Utah. And I was like, what the fuck is this dry, hard thing that you're supposed to drink, <laughs> eat with a cup of coffee or drink, or drink a tea with? <laughs> and uh, also, fun fact, in Australia, they call them scones. Ew. I know. I didn't like it either. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to go straight for the green. Oh, I was going to say, I vaguely remember this from our blackout recording session last night that we're not airing because Charlotte was blacked out, was that I paired a white Russian with it, right? With, with a, a scone? scone? I think it'd be delicious. Sure, yeah. It would be delicious. Okay. Anyways, I was just, you know, can't just skate over it. You already said it. We need to pair it with something. <laughs> okay, fair enough. White Russian scone, honey butter. Yeah. Can I interject really quick? Yes. Okay. okay, you said Prosecco. Is that with the ramen salad? No, that's... Uh, she picked Sauvignon Blanc for the ramen salad. And I wanted to disagree. I think <laughs> vodka and Kool-Aid would go better. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> you are correct, Tiffany. Okay. That just reminds me of Grandma's house at, for Grandpa's funeral again. We were down there in the basement drinking. We didn't have, we couldn't make the Kool-Aid because we didn't have the sugar, so we just had the water and Kool-Aid and vodka, and it was so gross. Wait, let's explain to the people uh, who may not understand what we mean by the basement, <laughs> um, who might not be from Utah and or Mormon. In the food storage basement. (laughs) (laughs) So Mormons usually have a basement full of preserved food. And we found some Kool-Aid down there at my grandma's that had probably been from the fucking 50s. Probably. (laughs) I think it for sure was because we we found maxi pads that you still had to pin onto your underwear. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that was some old-ass Kool-Aid we mixed with that vodka. God, we got... Very drunk. It was grape-flavored, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. That's right. That is correct. And I think we had to go to a funeral the next day, so that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) When have we not been super hungover for a family function? Casey's wedding. Oh, that was rough for me. Oh, that was rough. (laughs) It was a lot of sake. Yeah, we drank sake. (laughs) Is that because um, at that time that's all I could drink because otherwise I would break out in hives? Or <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to stop drinking, but I can still drink only sake. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why. Uh, then it just made me think too. My friend, uh, our friend Mary, uh, who listens to the podcast, she just said, "I, you girls are so funny. You can remember the fourth north and third east, and be like, no, 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 it was ninth, whatever it is like." <laughs> and I was like, I guess we do remember a lot of details. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's like, no, we were drinking sake. And <laughs> I still remember uh, Tiffany's dream about the golden, <laughs> with the man from the Golden Corral. But I think he's lying. Tiffany, tell us, tell your most terrifying dream <laughs> to the whole world. Picture it. Here's 1989. I'm sleeping. I'm in a bed, probably sharing a room with three other girls. And there's a knock at the door. I'm holding my baby sister, Kimmy. So I was 10. And it's the from across the street. And they say, <laughs> sorry. And they say, there's a man. He says he's from the Golden Corral, but we think he's faking. And so I walk out and I look across the street and a gentleman stands up from the gutter in a trench coat and sunglasses <laughs> and stares at me. And as he's looking at me, a slight breeze blows. <laughs> and I woke up terrible. And that's still the scariest dream I've ever had. <laughs> like, I wouldn't look at the foot of my bed because I knew he was there. Uh, still, like, I just don't have scary dreams, but that was just frightening. I could have sworn, I mean, it's your dream, so you would know, but wasn't there, like, um, nope. a noose or something? Like a noose sway? I thought there was like a noose swaying in the wind or some shit like that, but I might have just uh, made no. it up. No, 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 that would be scary. But there was like, <laughs> <laughs> just a slight breeze. Holding Kimmy. Him staring at me. That was it. <laughs> I've never eaten at a Golden Corral and I don't think I ever will. Yeah, it's me pretty neither. gross. It's like old country buffet. Maybe <sighs> it was like a premonition of my death if I eat at a golden corral I'll for sure die right. <laughs> probably <laughs> I was thinking it might be fun to do a podcast uh, one of these times where we all where we get as many siblings as we can on and we all talk about how we had like almost the same recurring dream when we lived in that house but like we never talked about it till we were older <laughs> was that oh, in the, the one with all the floors yeah with like the, it was the different levels going upstairs or different levels going downstairs. I mean, it was the same level every right. time, but it was like infinity. Like you never got to the end. Mine was. You, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, it was that when you're walking. I think we've talked about this, but as I was walking down to the basement, if I would crawl, there was a little crawl hole, you know, in my dream there, and I'd get through it. And then I would, get, whenever I get on the other side, it was um, the beginning of Nightmare on Elm Street when she's just walking with the water is kind of reflecting. It, it was always that, and it's always Freddy Krueger, and I'm always scared. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah, we all we all had like everybody who grew up like me. So I guess it'd be me, Casey, Kelly, Tiffany, um, all had the same style of dream where it was just like a, a recurring, and it was a recurring dream for years and years and years. But we never like talked about it as little kids. We only started. I don't remember how it got brought up, but we started talking about it as adults, and we realized we all had like the same fucking weird. So dream. weird you know mine was like uh i was going upstairs up levels and i would get up to the next level and it'd be exactly the same as the level before um and then i would and it was like this beautiful like museum clean you know place and i would like knock something over and break it and then i would hear i would see a shadow it was like a, a spiral staircase so i would see a shadow of like a big fat jailer in a vest with a big ring of keys and the keys would be jingling like coming up to see what was broken and i would have to hide behind something and then you would just see the shadow stop kind of look around but before he got up there then he would go back down and then i was free to like go up to the next level and it was the same thing over again for years and years and years yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then it kind of changed once to like i was going down the stairs of our next door neighbor bob's house 
and it was like green astroturfed stairs, <laughs> but it was the same, like he was chasing me and I would have to hide on the level and then it would get quiet and then I would come out and then something would happen. I'd have to run down to the next level and hide and he was chasing me down there. So it was like the same thing, but just a slightly different setting. Weird. Yeah. Tiffany, you had that dream too, right? Oh, the floors? Yeah. I'm wondering if, like, when all of your many thousands of listeners hear this, <laughs> it'll be like, every child has that dream. I wonder. Like, not... <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I still do sometimes, but except for it's evolved from different, like, floors above the house to, um, like, tunnels in the basement. And, like, when I have those dreams even now, I'm like, oh, yeah, the tunnels from the old house. I'm in them again. Right. Weird. You know, that dream actually did end for me um, when I was, like, probably 15 or so. I uh, I was going up the stairs, as I always did, and I got to the attic, like our real attic. You know, when you would um, be in that, we had that one bathroom for all of us in that house, and you'd climb up the, you'd pull the drawers out, and you'd climb up so you could get into the attic. Do you remember, Ted? Yeah, technically there were two bathrooms, though. I mean, I have used that bathroom in the basement. Not in the apartment, <laughs> but that one in the laundry room. The freestanding toilet. toilet with no... Yeah, I use that a lot because there's like 17 of us. <laughs> <laughs> that was Did it flush? I don't think I... Oh, for sure. I mean, it flushed in that you had to open up a pipe. <laughs> oh. like, like an old flush, like where, you know, like pipe, like if you open up a water main. Oh, right. Sort of thing, and it would flush it, then you'd have to close it once you knew that it, everything was gone. <laughs> <laughs> you're smart i never would have even thought of that yeah i never used that toilet it's weird it's uh so picture it <laughs> it's an unfinished cement basement with just a random ass toilet in the middle of it there's no walls there's no toilet paper it's just yeah, was it under the light seen me. They never did what that anybody could have come down and seen me or the person who rented out the basement apartment right next to it could have come in and seen me when they were if they were doing their laundry but you know, I was quick, like a fox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what shit. was I saying? Oh, yes. <laughs> so the dream ended um, because I had made it to the top, uh, and the top was our real attic. And I was looking out. I don't know if you remember. There was like a tiny little, it wasn't a window, but it was like a vent. Like it was like a graded vent. You could kind of see out of it. And I walked over to that, and I saw, um, I can't remember, like, I saw, a, oh, I saw a Jeep. I think it, maybe it was mom's Jeep or something. I saw a Jeep down on the driveway below and I had, had gotten out of that window and I climbed up to the top of the house and it was a, a steeple, like a church steeple, like exactly, exactly the steeple on our church, uh, the, our fifth ward church. <laughs> and I put my foot on top of that steeple and I jumped and then I woke up and I never had the dream again. That's weird. I still have that dream. The, the Freddy Krieger dream. Yeah. I'm sure this is riveting for people to listen to. Um, how about this? Uh, oh, let's talk. I have some cool shit I want to talk about. We just watched Palm Springs. That was great. On Hulu. Have you seen it, Tiff? I did. It was pretty good. I really liked it. It was super funny. It was like, uh, it was Andy Samberg. Um, they're basically like stuck in an infinite time loop, but it's kind of got a twist to it that you, you know, it's kind of like Groundhog's Day a little bit, but I wouldn't say better cause I really like Groundhog's Day, but like different. Yeah. It was great. Um, so I loved that one. And I also, um, for my little portion of cool shit, I just wanted to mention that we put out a, we made a design for a t-shirt 
and we put them for sale on our website and every t-shirt that we sell all the proceeds are going to be donated to drugpolicy.org um, in honor of our sweet friend who um, overdosed accidentally on a well I don't even want to say overdosed she was poisoned she was poisoned yeah by fentanyl she took one Percocet um, and died she didn't wake up the next morning she was 16 years old and it's so, such a fucking tragedy and so um if you guys haven't checked out drugpolicy.org, it's pretty cool. It's got a lot of great information, and um, they're doing a lot of good work to try to, you know, combat this, like, epidemic that's going on. So we're going to donate all the money to them. So check out the t-shirt if you would like. It's on our website, fhebadmormons.com. I think if you put a picture of church on those t-shirts, they would sell better. You know what? We could totally <laughs> make picture. another one. Let's just make another you one. You need to. It would be the church I'm edition. I'm going to I'll send it to you. You heard it here first, listeners. You're the first to know about our new church t-shirt. <laughs> and if you don't know who church is, it's Tiffany's cat. So, <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, does anyone have anything to repent for? Or do you guys have any other cool shit you want to talk I about? I believe Tiffany was talking about some American Ninja 2. American Ninja 2 is the next thing you guys need to watch. <laughs> Are so you, what is it? Are you fucking with us? or Because it sounds like it's something stupid. It sounds no, like Max put it on and I was like, fucking great, whatever. <laughs> but it's like, really, I was just like, oh my god, Charlotte needs to... That was my first thought, was Charlotte needs to watch this in her backyard on a projector with lots of friends over because everyone would love it so much. Really? Because it's so ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> like, ridiculous, like, like how? Well, I was like, is American Ninja good? He's like, not like American Ninja 2. And I was like, oh, so it's like... <laughs> it's like Young Guns 2, I've seen 150 times, but I've seen Young Guns once because I was like, who fucking cares? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you're wrong, but go on. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, Young Guns 2 has an amazing soundtrack. <laughs> and it's a far superior movie. <sighs> you who? I'll make you famous. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> who's, who's got repenting to do? Um, I'm sorry I got too drunk to actually record last night. Oh, no, we recorded it. That'll be a Patreon <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> Rude. When you think about what I'm going to do with that blackmail, if I'm on a cleanse, I <laughs> I have the presence of mind to blackmail other people who usually act like I act. That's rude. I know. I was celebrating. I got an award. Yeah, you did get an award. What award did you get? I got the Heart of the Hairdressers Award from my color company. They acknowledged me for being the amazing person and stylist that I am. Thank you. Congratulations, <laughs> Charlotte. You deserve it. They made me cry. Would you like to thank anyone? I'd God, like to, perhaps? I'd like to thank God <laughs> and Susan. <laughs> and that's all. <laughs> no, just kidding. I don't know. It was very sweet. But that's why I was so drunk, because I was like, I'm celebrated! Woo! Nice. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, I do have something to repent for uh, on our podcast last week. I don't know if you heard it, Tiffany. I'm sure you listen to every week we do, like oh. a good sister. <laughs> but <laughs> what did you say? I sure do. <laughs> so you, you heard our Rush Limbaugh podcast then, <laughs> and we kept alluding to... Um, you know, hopefully we were going to get to the moment when we read the Jesse Jackson quote and we never actually read it. It wasn't on oh. any of the lists. So I would like now to read you the quote about Jesse Jackson by the famous and now dead Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> he says, have you ever noticed how all composite pictures of wanted criminals resemble Jesse Jackson? Rush Limbaugh. 
ladies and gentlemen. Human garbage. Such a piece of shit. <laughs> Tiffany, what do you think about Rush Limbaugh? Well, that's funny is because when you guys were talking about him, I was just thinking of that Alex Jones song that I sent you. Oh, I, I love that Alex Jones song. It's so <laughs> Alex, good. It's the best thing ever. And so I was getting him confused with Alex Jones. So I guess I don't know who Rush Limbaugh really is. You do. He's like... Uh, and I do know who he is, but he when might... I think of Rush Limbaugh, I think of that Alex Jones song. That's fair. I mean, they're both horrible people, but Rush Limbaugh, like, started it. The the funny thing about um, Alex Jones, now that we're talking about it, is he's kind of like a wannabe Rush Limbaugh, which 100. is even sadder than just regular Alex Jones. Right. And that's hard to beat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and our mother just worships him. Does she? she? Well, she has his fucking InfoWars products in her house. Her toothpaste. Uh-huh. Supplements. Man- have you heard the Rush Limbaugh song? Or no, sorry, Alex Jones song. Have you heard that? I don't think so. It's really good. I'll post it on the the Facebook. Okay. Ooh, I'm so excited to hear it. And you can, you can talk about it next week because it might be the greatest thing that's ever happened to it's you. It's pretty funny. Okay. All right. How about uh, you guys think this is a good time to take a break? Yeah. Let's hear a word from our sponsors, shall we? Fabulous. On February 17th, we all lost a bit of our hearts, a bit of our souls, a bit of our humanity. A great man died, an amazing man that devoted his life to reporting, to giving us the facts, an outstanding American journalist, a beyond gifted, a well-spoken, classy, award-winning American author, a man who stood up for and promoted the ideals and agenda of a brave politician who just wanted to make his community great again. So by all means, let's raise a glass and lower the flag as we remember a courageous man, a man who strived to inform us, to share with us the knowledge on how to understand the struggles of so many fellow Americans. Never let us forget that on February 17th, 1994, we lost a dear brother and hero, Randy Schultz, award-winning author of And the Band Played On and The Mayor of Castro Street, The Life and Times of Harvey Milk. Because fuck Rush Limbaugh. A lot worse things have happened on February 17th that are more deserving of a lowered flag. Why would anyone lower an American flag for a man who pretty much spent his whole life wiping his ass with it? Governor DeSantis, perhaps you're the real reason Florida is called America's Wang. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. I thought it would be funny to talk about uh, some of the times that that I've been to the Rocky Horror Picture Show and also maybe possibly taken my very underage sister Tiffany <laughs> to, and Laurie to their first viewing of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Nice. You're a good sister. Am I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tiffany, am I? <laughs> I don't really remember very much about it. Well, here, let's start here, uh, just in case. So we have, you know, some listeners all over the world from other countries who probably are learning English <laughs> by listening to this podcast. So let's break it down what the Rocky Horror Picture Show actually is. Uh, it is a... It was... Sounding. <laughs> time is fleeting. No. It's a, it's a 1975 movie. It's a musical comedy horror film. With meatloaf in it. With meatloaf in it. <laughs> And it's uh, it was one of those movies that was like 
basically kind of a career ender or so they thought for like the cast in it, which is some really famous people now, like well Tim Curry, Tim Curry, Susan, Susan Sarandon. Meatloaf. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and it was it really just bombed the box office when it first came out in 1975. And then a year later, uh, it audiences in New York City, so 1976, audiences in New York City started having fun with it, and they were doing, like, midnight showings of it, and they started, you know, um, responding to the to the screen. They started, like, dressing up in costumes. They started throwing stuff around, you know, and they basically, um, it evolved into what it's kind of become today. And then kind of the same time that was happening, there was this um, theater troupe, uh, the King's Court Theater in Pittsburgh, and they were doing basically, like, a, a shadow cast of the movie. So they would have actors up on stage basically, like, lip-syncing and miming nice. what was going on on the screen behind them, but while the movie was playing. So, like, those two kind of things, I feel like, kind of morphed it into what's happening today. And, and today, what it is, in case you don't know, is basically it's usually always a midnight movie. Uh, it's always played around Halloween. Well, it's definitely always played around Halloween, but, you know, it can be played any time of the year. And the, the premise is basically, like, a, a straight, you know, young white couple get stranded and they have to seek shelter in this castle that's um, overrun by this alien transvestite spoiler <laughs> sex fiend <laughs> who's created a, a sort of a sex slave Frankenstein. <laughs> you don't find out they're aliens till the very end. Charlotte, it was made in 1975. Yes, but <laughs> it's not a spoiler at this point. I forgot about it until you said it, so... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Cut it and start over? No. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, so that's the premise of the movie. You go to the movie and then you dress up as your favorite character. There's a lot of really fun, you know, fishnets and hot pants and all kinds of things you can wear. Um, and then you, uh, there, there's like different things in different scenes. So like sometimes you bring toast, sometimes you bring cards, everybody brings toilet paper, there's hot water dogs. guns, hot <laughs> dogs. Yeah. There's like all these different things you can do. And, um, you know, you shout back at the screen and there's, it's kind of a whole thing. And, uh, the, it's super fun. I would also like to point out, actually, while I'm talking about it, that the Rocky Horror Picture Show is still currently to this day in limited release because it's shown in movie theaters uh, at for the midnight shows. 46 years after it was initially released, making it the longest running theatrical release in history, <laughs> which I think is super fucking cool. That is pretty cool. And I don't know why I didn't make this connection till just this very second. I was like, like Point Break Live. I mean, it's yes, essentially exactly. exactly the same thing. <laughs> but they actually play the movie as a... Right. So, yeah, it's different in that sense. But I'm just like, oh, okay. But I, I now see probably where the inspiration for Point Break Live came from. Mm -hmm. And I honestly think this is where I started to develop my love of musicals. Because I love me some musicals. And I love dressing up in lingerie and fishnets. <laughs> I really wish I would have gone to one. I'm sure they're still playing somewhere. <laughs> we'll get you to well, one. Does that mean that Charlotte's technically a virgin then, yeah? <laughs> yeah. It does, yes. Although technically we watched it play in New Orleans, but nobody was dressing up or doing any of the shenanigans. No, that's that not the same. you're a virgin. Yeah, you're, you're a virgin. Fine. If you haven't gone to a theater and done the whole thing, it can't just be playing in the background of a pizza parlor in New Orleans <laughs> on Halloween. <laughs> fine <laughs> um yeah so i think i i don't quite remember my first time i think i must have been like 15 or so but uh i went at usu and i went with a bunch of my friends i'm pretty sure erica was there 
And I think uh, my friend Alan was there, probably a bunch of other people I'm forgetting. But it was so much fun that we just went religiously. They would do it every um, semester. I was going to say every fiscal quarter, <laughs> every semester. <laughs> and uh, and we would go every semester. And so um, I, this is when I took uh, Tiffany and Laurie to go for their first time. And I want to say, Tiffany, I want to say you guys were like, I think Laurie was only like 13, right? I think it, I think she was 15 and I was 17. Really? Because... Didn't I? Because it was up here in Washington, wasn't it? No, it was in Utah. Are you sure? Mm, Maybe I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I wasn't around, but I assumed it was Washington. I'm pretty sure it was up at Western. Oh. I could be wrong, though, but I'm not. That would make more sense, because I was like, I was trying to think. I was like, if I took you guys in Utah, I mean, I left home at 17, so... You guys would have been so young. So that makes more sense that you guys had already been kicked out of your houses to live with me. <laughs> and then I started taking you to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> yeah, that's how it went. Okay, that makes more sense. Uh, so let me tell you what I remember of this. So he- here's another tidbit, listeners, in case you, you're not aware. The first time you go to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show, as we mentioned with Charlotte, you're considered a virgin. And... It, there's usually somebody who's like emceeing or hosting the thing and they'll get up and they'll, you know, kind of tell you what's going on or whatever. And then they'll ask if there's any virgins in the audience. And then everybody who has brought somebody for the first time, they'll point at them, you know, and <laughs> basically call them out and the virgins are trying to hide and there's no getting out of it. <laughs> and so all the virgins have to get up on stage and then there's something, some sort of performance or whatever that they have to do. Um, and then they'll usually get auctioned off to the back to the audience. And so uh, Tiffany and Laurie are up there with a, another group of people. You know, they got called out. We sent them up on stage. You know, we're having a great time. And the the task that they had to perform was faking an orgasm. <laughs> at that moment when he said that, I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? This is too much. This is too far. They're going to kill me. <laughs> Which, you know, for Tiffany, too... Miss, Mrs. Prude, Prude Pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just tell you something. Tiffany fucking nailed it. It was like, I mean, it was a very dramatic, grand <laughs> porn star orgasm that she did in this, on the stage in this theater full of people. Like, if I remember right, there was a silence that hushed over the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Does that sound right to you, Tiffany? Uh, I, yeah, totally. <laughs> And then, and then Laurie went after you. Yes. And she probably got a standing ovation. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. But I I don't think that she would have had the gusto. Yeah. She wouldn't have really gone that over the top if she hadn't, you know, seen you do it first. (laughs) Oh, for sure. There was like five people in front of me that didn't do anything. Like I was the first one to go. And then it was Laurie right after me and she won. Yeah, I thought you had it in the bag for sure, but nope, she just came in and stole your thunder right out from under you. That bitch. <laughs> I will not I'm be pretty good. That's that. why I can't speak in front of people to this day. <laughs> Is it because of your orgasm? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, because I was denied a victory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so then after that, the the audience gets to basically, so the virgins get got auctioned off. It's not the same at every show, but at this show, the virgins got auctioned off and then the audience members could buy them. 
And I was trying to buy, you know, my sister so that they could come back and sit with us. Um, but they, I was outbid immediately. Everybody wanted a piece of those too. <laughs> and so I find like I bought another virgin uh, for a can of tuna fish or something like that. <laughs> I think I had a band aid and a condom and a some other random shit in my pocket that I was trying to buy virgins with. <laughs> but I did get one, and it was for a can of tuna fish. Nice. Uh, and then, and usually, and then when the movie starts, you know, everybody sneaks back to their friends and, right. you know, enjoys the show or whatever. But, uh, yeah, that was one of my, one of my most memorable, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show experiences. That's funny. Tiffany, do you ever go back? No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? I've never been back, no. Would you be interested in de-virginizing Charlotte with me someday? <laughs> Let's do it. So wrong. So many levels. If it wasn't next week, I'd be like, I'm flying down for my birthday. We'll go. But there probably aren't any showings because of COVID. Yeah. So I stole Tiffany's Rocky Horror Picture Show CD, but it wasn't the, it was, it wasn't from the movie. It was from one of the live performances. So even though I had seen the movie in the past, listening to that on the regular, I knew all the cues of, of like, like, I can't think of anything in particular right now because it's been so long since I've heard it. But like, you know, it's like, you're a hot dog and somebody will yell hot dog or whatever it is. So I knew all of the cues, but Mm -hmm. I've never actually been to one because I listened to that CD so much. Well, the thing about the live shows too, is it's not exactly the same as the, the, script or whatever right. like there's you'll hear different things you know for but it was enough and... that these people sold it i mean it was, a, it was a legit cd that tiffany had bought from like the yeah oh no 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 i'm not saying that i'm saying i mean it's there's a lot of it that's standard and always done but there's extra stuff right. too it's like i just meant don't don't use that as an experience of having seen it because it's not the same it's oh, like right. it's like listening to the book of mormon on Broadway musical on CD Without and, then, and yeah. then seeing it on the stage. No, it's like you're different, right. different. It's true. I was just trying to get out of it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get divergenized by your sisters and you're going to like it. Okay. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll go to medieval times. <laughs> if you're enjoying our podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It goes a long way towards helping other people find our show. We're also making a lot of new merch, so if you haven't checked it out on our website, go to FHEBadMormons.com, not (laughs) BadMormons.com, just in case you're new to the podcast. If you go to BadMormons.com, we're not responsible for the content that you're going to witness, okay? That's BadMormons.com, which is not our podcast. If you're liking what you're hearing, share it with your friends. Check out our YouTube. Yeah, our YouTube's pretty good. We're trying to build up our YouTube following. If we get only like 900 more subscribers, <laughs> we can start earning pennies on our on our plays. What, what? If you would like to support our show, we also have a Patreon. You can find links to that on our Instagram. And once again, shout out to our patrons, our new patron, Wool Dementa, who's uh, part of the top tier patron patronage. And then, uh, I don't know if we've given out a shout out to Mark Facerberg, <laughs> who may or may not be genetically very similar to us <laughs> and doesn't like to give his real name on things. <laughs> so, hey, Mark Facerberg, way to take over the world. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening to our show, you guys. 
yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye, Tiffany. Say goodbye. Bye. I miss you all. <laughs> <laughs>